1: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. mobilecom
2: Well, I Anthony Slater here from The Athletic, our 9570 game insider here on the morning roast, and we love Slate's man. Does an excellent job covering his basketball team. Missed him yesterday. I know he's on the train with crying babies going up from the nation's capital to New York City, but I know you made it to the Big Apple, right? You made it to Big Apple safely, right, Slates? I am here. There you go. You are there. You are there. But despite the crybabies, it's like you didn't even get away from home, huh?
3: <laughs> yeah, hey, home I'm not saying that on air. I'm not saying that. On air.
2: <laughs> you don't have to, man. You don't have to. All right, the big story, obviously, uh, we'll get to Clay. We'll get to the rotations. I thought the breakdown on CP3, Clay, the slip screens, the Cami. I thought it was beautifully written the other day by you, Slates, but Andrew Wiggins, he's out second straight season. He's had to leave the team due to personal reasons. We're not going to speculate on what's going on, but from a basketball standpoint, um, it the, the timing is not right. Right? It's never it's never good timing whatsoever. But with 25 games left, and he was playing his best basketball of the season, and it's just it's just a weird season, right? One guy comes back, another guy goes out. One guy gets suspended, another guy goes out. Injuries, whatever it is, it just feels like it's been the theme of the season, Anthony.
3: Oh, for sure. It's 25 is interesting because that's the, the number he missed last year was the final 25 games. Which, by the way, I don't, like, they actually played pretty good. Uh, 8-2 in the final 10 last right. year. They had a five game win streak right after he, uh, left the team. So, uh, because that was when Kaminga, I thought, had a really good stretch. Yeah. No, that didn't translate into playoff rotation because Wiggins came back. But, um, as far as now, yeah, I mean, look, Moody's going to get an opportunity, which I know the fan base has kind of been clamoring for. And, um, you know, they have this crunch, which I wrote about the other night, right? This closing lineup issue where basically got like eight options. Well, you know, they need Wiggins. They, they, they need a lot of what he does on the wing defensively, but at the same time, Clay's playing really well off the bench. He's, you know, um, Chris Paul, Steve Kirk is going to want to close with him at times. Gary Payton, uh, you know, is, is healthy right now. He's a defensive ace. You can kind of throw in important moments. So, um, the fact that they're, Rotation is very well built and healthy around. Uh, you know, without Wiggins right now, I think puts him in a decent position to keep winning games. Anthony, why hasn't Moody had a chance? Because they view him as kind of like the the wing on the outside looking in. Who he's just buried, right? I mean, when they're healthy, you have Wiggins, Kaminga starting on the wing. You have Clay Thompson, who at this point in his career pretty much is a wing. You got Gary Payton, who they love to have like in, in various spurts of the game defensively, and I think you know when Chris Paul was out and they were looking for a backup guard um who could who could defend a little quick you know could pick up full court they went to Lester Quinones. and i think that told you plenty about what they view moody positionally they don't view him as a guard who who defends quicker guards they view him more as a, as a 3 maybe even you know in some ways a 4 uh and that and and on this roster he's buried there do you think there's some relief with Steve Kerr that he finally has figured it all out? He's been tinkering all season long. He's got his, well, kind of got his starters now without Wiggins in there. But, and then he has the bench with two future Hall of Famers on it. I mean, it, it feels like he seems more comfortable with everything and he's not tinkering as much as he used to. Am I right on that? Yeah, but, you know, he's the next closing decision he makes in a loss that gets criticized, you know, it'll feel differently, right? right? you've Got other problems, or you know, they're good, they're better problems than like seven. said, when, when more people are out, more people are injured, more people are struggling. But this is how it is in sports, right? When you're winning, everything seems to be, you know, going well. If so you go on like a two three game losing streak, we're going to start to pick and choose the mistakes he's making. Because usually, when you're losing, three or four of your players are struggling. So um, we'll see, you know. But but I am curious, kind of. Um, when it comes down to it, we haven't really, with, with Chris Paul back, with Clay Thompson playing well, with their new starting lineup, we haven't seen them in, you know, consecutive tough, close games where he has to make difficult closing lineup decisions. I think that's where it gets more interesting.
2: Yeah, no, doubt. Anthony's sitting here on the morning Rose right now on 95 7 the game. Um, your story the other day, speaking of which, Clay Thompson is on fire coming off the bench here, averaging nearly 20 points a game, shooting 45% from three. And we saw him and Chris Paul together. And then that slip screen with Kaminga, and you wrote it brilliantly in the athletic the other day about that play, how Chris Paul's looking for Clay Thompson, how maybe Clay Thompson is going to open up things for Chris Paul, having a Hall of Fame backcourt on the bench, two future Hall of Famers, a godsend for Steve Kerr, but also the spacing there. This is going to be great for that second unit. And the second unit has been good all season, Anthony, but now you get Chris Paul, you get Clay, and if you get a little Kaminga there, dive into the rim alongside Sarge, man, this is a dangerous, dangerous unit.
3: Yeah, you know, Clay Thompson was saying, uh, Chris Paul like, always puts it on the seams, like, you know, best ever to do it. And, you know, I don't know how much that does. It doesn't matter for a shooter, but, it, you know, I mean, he seems to think it does when it's when they're doing, even just like a little pick and pop on the side. Uh, he, he does – Chris Paul does seem to time it up perfectly and, and get Klay Thompson kind of a rhythm shot. So, if they can get a Klay Thompson hot streak, and we've seen in the last few years, even post-injuries, like he'll have a cold month, but he'll have a really hot month too. And, and you know, three out of his last five games are a pretty big scoring number. So, maybe he's on, you know, at the start of kind of a hot stretch, which does change their team. Uh, as far as the second unit goes, he does provide the gravity um, – Kaminga was playing with him to close the first and third quarters. I wouldn't mind seeing him more, also to start the second and fourth. They've been taking him out and going with Sarge, Trace Jackson, Davis. Could you do Kaminga, Trace Jackson, Davis? That might be a little bit tougher for spacing purposes, right? Um, but you know, I would almost like to see more Kaminga, right? I mean, there was right. a, there was a point in time he was in the thirty, you know, five minute total. Now it seems to be kind of mid twenties, but he's doing that like roster wide Draymond's really only playing like, you know, low to mid twenties right now. Uh, it's been interesting the way he's spreading the spreading the rotational love. I think that needs to get trimmed down. Uh, at some point, right, as they head towards the playoffs, you're not really going to be playing an 11-man rotation where nobody's playing more than like 28 minutes a game. So it, it's interesting.
2: I got a couple more for you, Anthony. We'll go back to in yeah. just a second. But 21-6-5 for Kamiga the other day. Did not take a three-point shot. So the shot selection has been a lot better for Jonathan Kamiga as of late. Stephen Curry. Is this what? What do you see from Steph Curry? Do you see a guy who's tired? of Steve Curry referred to a Curry? He debunked it when you asked him about it. He's like, "Nah, I'm not fatigued. Nah, nah, nah." Where do you see it from Steph Curry right now? It's just a little mini slump.
3: Yeah, I mean, which he has, right. um, and I get you know, All Star Weekend felt shortened this year. Obviously, he has a lot of duties on All Star Weekend, so um, maybe he doesn't come back quite as refreshed as as, as other players do. Um, yeah, I mean, he, like you said, he says it's just a saluting, shooting slump. He's really trying to kind of debunk it. But, you know, he's turn, turning 36 next month, this month, we can almost say. It's March tomorrow. Um, and he's played all but three games. How many games have they played at this point? 58. So he's mm-hmm. played like 55. Mm mm-hmm. uh, With a heavy burden, especially early in the season. Remember how...
0: Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect, impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink
3: exhausted emotionally he looked early in the season with the right. feelings like the Draymond suspensions all that like this yep. has been a long season for him with 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 a heavy workload and I think right now better than you know he I, he could probably use a rest night but I'm not sure they can find it just considering where they are in the standings but I think that night like what happened in Washington is good for him where he wasn't good but they won pretty easily because you know they, they they're having one of those nights where they look deeper they're playing well so if they can win while he struggles, then I think he can maybe get some of that energy back where it isn't him having to play 38 minutes, having to shoot 25 times just for them to stay in the game.
2: And he's back in the building where he surpassed Ray Allen yeah. for the most three-point makes in NBA history. He's had some memorable moments there. Studio 54, when he dropped 54, it gets the Knicks hit the Garden. It's a great arena. I know you love covering it. So quick two-ones here. I do want to ask you as a beat writer. Covering yeah. a situation like this with Andrew Wiggins because it, it's tough for us to navigate on the airways. You don't want to speculate, and we're not going to do that. We're not going to be reckless and start spreading rumors around. But you don't know what's happening here. How do you navigate a story like that? Because you had to go through it last year for two months. How do you navigate that as a beat writer? Because you're around the team every single day. Do you ask the question every day? How do you go? How do you navigate a situation like this with Andrew Wiggins, uh, Anthony, with the team?
3: Well, as far as like um, you know, in like public interview settings like it's you know yeah you do ask Steve Kerr at least you know once every few games I asked him the other day you know Washington he you know said he didn't know when Wiggins would be back and they're going to keep it private uh maybe I'll ask him tonight I'll certainly ask him by the end of the road trip you know continue to get updates even though you know kind of it's one of those situations where non-updates are updates you know kind of gives you a, a peek into the situation and i was doing that all last season and then beyond just like the, the the press conference settings you just you keep checking in with people you keep trying to get as much information as possible you you try to navigate what should or shouldn't be shared publicly uh it is it's kind of a delicate situation and mm-hmm. and a very um you know, it's a hidden situation but like they really like not many people in the organization uh are kept in the loop necessarily on this one. I mean, I remember we've talked about it, but last year I'd have people in the organization come out to me and see it if I knew more, but, like if I knew right. different stuff going on because like they like I said it, it, it's kept within a small circle cuz that's how Wiggins wants it. Um my we'll see if the if this uh, you know, I've had people be like, look, he could be back tomorrow, it could be, you know, much later. We don't know. Um, so that that's the at least the, the public and even private line that, that they're keeping is, is, is they don't know. Do you think this affects whether they'll have him back next year or not? Certainly you know I think everything affects it I think I think Wiggins having a really strong finish uh, to the season and the Warriors you know having a you know go, going a few rounds into the playoffs would would not just keep Wiggins' future intact but a lot of the score's future intact Clay Thompson. Um, whereas, you know, if they, if they flame out, if they get bounced in the play in, if, if Wiggins either isn't around or doesn't play well over the last 20 or so games in the play in, like, they'll reassess, uh, the roster from a financial standpoint and from a competitive standpoint. So, so it, in a roundabout way, like, it, everyone's future in some ways is kind of on the line. Like, I'm not right. sitting here saying, hey, if they get bounced in the playoffs, Steph Curry's gone. We all know that's mm-hmm. not the case. But, like, a lot <laughs> right. is on the line over the
2: last few months. There's no doubt. All right, last for, last one for you, Anthony. You've been on the NBA circuit for quite some time. Um, you've traveled to every arena. Um, you're a big baseball fan. I know you love going to baseball games. You're a football fan. Obviously, you went to Orchard Park. I, I'm going to Orchard Park next year when the Niners go. I don't care damn when that game is. It could be in December. I'm going to take a couple of days off of pre and post and go out there to Buffalo because I want to experience that. But you're at the Mecca. You're at Madison Square Garden. Is that the arena when you first started covering basketball, covering the NBA? Is that the one arena that's kind of tugs at your heartstrings? Or what is that arena for you?
3: I would say I remember being excited for it, especially early covering the NBA. I uh, did a Christmas game here, which was really cool. It was Thunder uh, Knicks back in the day, and just being in New York on Christmas and M- MSG was cool. But if I'm being honest with you, now that I'm like a grouchy older reporter, it's got to be the worst seat in the league. <laughs> <laughs> you are way up there. I know that. Oh, it's terrible. I mean, you know, Chase Center not that much better. A lot of these new arenas you know, are, are booting us up further upstairs but uh the security is like really tight in okay. msg uh it's it's just like it's it's a lot harder to do my job so wow. to be honest with you like i said um yes i would answer your question right uh you know i guess very sentimentally maybe 10 years ago but now i'm like msg tonight like I was gonna talk to my dog. <laughs> and you can see a rat the size of right. a small poodle running in front of you and you're like yeah i gotta get out of here I remember, I'll I'll give it to you like this, I remember when Steph was getting close to breaking the three-point record, I wanted him to break it in Indy. Because I was like, there's not going to be many people there, it's going to be really easy to just be behind the scenes reporting. When it was like, oh, he's going to break it in MSG, I was like, this is going to be a circus.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It's always a circus in that time. (laughs) No doubt, no doubt. So what is that arena now for you? Do you get up for any arena, or are you just, that old Grouchy writers you just mentioned saying, ah, it's the same, it is what it is? Well,
3: to be I'm like, ooh, we're in Memphis tonight. I'm going to be sitting courtside. Oklahoma City, this is a great D. Orlando, I'm like right behind their bench. I'm basically in their huddles. I'm like, uh, that's what that
2: – those are the arenas I love. Oh, man, that's funny, man. Real quick, uh, before we let you go, Clay Thompson. Uh, we just mentioned him. He's on fire right now coming off the bench, and he's been honest. He had an honest post-game interview with us on NBC Sports. Bay Area the other day, he's been honest with you, Sam Amick. What do you think, because I've been having a lot of fun with our audience here saying that hey, Thompson Thompson's going to get paid. A lot of people, you know, we get some fans calling in or people thinking that he's going to get paid under $20 million a year. I don't see that happening. What do you think, Clay? with this new role here and having that perspective, still a great shooter, what do you think he commands on the open market next season?
3: Yeah, you know, I think, I think you're probably on target, uh, you know, with 20 being kind of the, the low end for a guy who's still, I think he's still fourth or fifth in the NBA and made threes. Uh, he was first last season. Uh, he has that competitive, uh, fire to him that I think would, would light up, you know, potentially a young team. And Orlando's obviously been floated out there, uh, as a potential destination. Um, but, Again, a little bit like what we were talking about earlier. I think the last couple months matter, right? If he, if he has a really good stretch, like coming off the bench, shooting it well, still playing twenty-five minutes a night, um, you know, scoring, you know, over twenty off the bench like every other game, like yeah, that's a really valuable weapon, right? Like, what is Buddy Heel going to get on the market? It's it's similar to that, Um, but you also it depends on how the market materializes. You know, I wouldn't have said Fred VanVleet was going to get what he got, but Houston really was like you know, hungry to, to jumpstart their rebuild and, and wanted to give a bunch of veterans money. So he'd need a team like, like in Orlando or like, you know, somebody with cap space to, to really want to fast forward um, because he's a fast forward type player, right? You'd be getting him for the right now. Uh, so if there's a team out there, then, yeah, that jolts up his market. Dylan Brooks' market was, you know, probably a lot higher than people would have predicted last year at this time because Houston was willing to pay him that. So, yeah. uh, Yeah, Yeah. Clay Thompson, he's still not even just like a coveted player to me, like a coveted, like, personality for, for a team.
2: Orlando Magic. Look out for them trying to drive up the price on Clay Thompson. But we'll, we'll get to that in a few months. Right now, the Warriors are trying to win their seventh straight road game. They try to do it tonight at Madison Square Garden Arena. Anthony is not too fond of as a reporter. Anthony, good stuff, man. As always, man. Have fun out there in New York. And good thing. It's not cold. Looks like the weather's great out there in the East Coast.
3: Great is a little strong, but you know, it was a little rainy last night, a little cold front coming down. I think it's 40 today, but I'm just sounding so so like such a hater today. So I'm going to walk down to like, I don't know, Empire State Building something, just to, just to feel a little <laughs> Watch bit. Watch your
2: better. way to hater vibes. Yeah, that's right. There you go. There you go. Watch your way to vibes, man. Good stuff as always. We'll be looking for your work tonight, <laughs> man. Good stuff, Slates. All right, so. Diddy he Slater here, on 95.7 game. game. Uh, Morning. Doesn't like
1: MSG.